Hello and good evening. My name is Josh and I'm joined as always by Aaron and Bob and this very special week by the Duke of Ice. And we're the folks who can help me find the method of the madness. Reason and the unreasonable makes sense out of nonsense because this is okay. Hear me out. Also, before I forget, we are on the Fediverse. It is OKHMO at PirateRadio.Social. Again, OKHMO at PirateRadio.Social. Come federate with us, I guess. Yeah, Aaron? definitely. Do that. <laughs> uh, you're leading the charge on that. You're you're the one controlling that account, and more power to you. Yeah. Uh, yes, I'm posting some clips and new episodes there. So uh, if you want reminded and uh, you want to engage with it, go, go over there. Uh, otherwise, you can engage with us via our voicemail number. Aaron? Oh, that's 1-833-666-911. 1-833-666-0911. Beautiful. So, Perfect. What the fuck is the Fediverse? You said that, and my boomer <laughs> brain was like, am I going to get arrested for telling everyone Anne Frank was bullshit? So I got a problem with the Fediverse as a name, because now when I say audit the Fed, some people might think that I'm talking about this weird new social media website, and I want them to always know that I mean the Federal Reserve and not go, do you mean pirate radio, or do you mean the, I always mean the Federal Reserve. Well, I'm pretty sure that you and all the other people in the re-education camp will know you were talking about the Federal Reserve. So <laughs> you don't have to worry about that. That, that is until all they get sent to the re-education camp. <laughs> then it will be confusing. I'm, I'm sure you can federate with your cellmates, uh, whatever that means. So, how? I, w- I would like to give everybody a little backstory on how the Duke of Ice uh, got his name way, way back when. Two weeks ago, <laughs> when our buddy uh, Kevin here uh, started talking to me about Antarctica, and I just go ahead, Kevin. How did you get so interested in Antarctica in the last two weeks? And how has been the uh, schizophrenic dive into truth seeking on a weird subject? Because this is the world that I've had to live in alone, and it's nice having a buddy in there now. Finally, so I want to make it very clear that. Aaron has talked to me about a lot of things, and a lot of them I've been like, huh, that's interesting. Like, I I think about it, and I'm like, that's really weird. But it's not so weird that, like, I go further into it. But two weeks ago, two weeks, just to be clear, you told me, you're like, yeah, go check out this dome in Antarctica. Um, It's two miles tall, and it's really, really weird. And I look it up, and... NASA says that this dome, this place on the bottom of our Earth, is colder than all of Mars at all. It's negative 140 degrees, and Mars gets to negative 80 degrees. And that made me... Average. The Mars on its poles is negative 120. Yeah, that made me so mad that like I bitter, angrily researched Antarctica. I was like, why would they say this? Why couldn't they just lie and make up any other number? It, it drove me crazy. So uh, first I looked into the dome and there are laughable photos of it and people saying they went there. Sorry, laughable photo. All right. So imagine that you were in front of like a 1970s refrigerator, you know, that had like the weird white plaster on it. And now imagine that you left out a piece of meat in your freezer and it suffered freezer burn. 
Now just put that piece <laughs> of meat in front of the freezer. Take the worst photo possible. Black out the bottom part of it for no reason whatsoever. And that's the only photo that exists of this dome that is two miles tall. If you want any other photo, you can go to Google Earth and see a big white flat plane. That's it. Those are your two photo options. So the dome, the uh, what he's saying when he's referencing the dome that's two miles high. So in the Encyclopedia Americana, uh, 1958 Encyclopedia Americana, uh, they talk about. Um, I'll get the quote up here in a second. But it's the east of the, it's east of the South Pole. So there's a lot of photos west of the South Pole, but once you get beyond that. Suddenly, cameras don't work anymore, and it's colder than Mars. Yes. Yeah. Does, and it, does it have anything to do with the way the magnetic field uh, is? Like, that's one of its magnetic poles right there. The, the camera's not working or the ice dome? Well, kind of both. Like, the, the extremely cold temperature and also the, the, the electronics not working as well. You know what I mean? Uh, I haven't seen anybody give a reason as to why there aren't photos. I just kept searching dome Argus photos. Well, we take space photos, wait, wait, no wait. problem. Why the we have photos wouldn't... of Mars and like video of Mars, right? Of Mars rovers and shit. Yes. So why can't we take a picture in Antarctica if we can take pictures in space? We have yeah. the technology yeah. if you b- believe in both. You, yeah. you have to. B- if you believe we're taking space pictures, then we have the technology to take cold weather pictures in Antarctica. I can send you a picture of Google Earth's uh, photo of Dome Argus. It's literally a white field. All right, let me read this one thing now. I got the quote up. This is so. This is great because the site that is quoting it, and you can look this up. 1958 Encyclopedia Americana talking about Antarctic expeditions, and uh, they. So this site is a. Uh, they're debunking common flat Earth misconceptions because flat Earthers. Uh, reference this in the encyclopedia a lot to be like, what's up with this? Did they find the firmament? Did they find the, <laughs> the, the top of the, you know, the edge of the snow globe? So it's a, a load bearing column for the firmament. Yes. Yeah. Go on. <laughs> so, the, uh, so here's a quote from encyclopedia Americana. These flights prove the inland areas to be featureless in character with a dome 13,000 feet high at about latitude 80 degrees south, longitude 90 degrees east. So, um, here's... But when uh, they say when they say dome, do they mean like a full hemisphere? Like, is it also that wide? What's the... What's the no, no, here's what What's going say. on here? An ice dome is one of the many forms a glacier can take. It is an upright ice surface in the higher altitude portions of an ice cap or an ice sheet. There are many such features found on icy terrain, and Antarctica is no exception. So, challenge here, Josh. Uh, <laughs> I like I like I like doing this to you. <laughs> Find me one picture of an ice dome, since it's such a common formation. Um, you'd think they'd have one picture of it, and especially if there's an ice dome that's like how tall is the tallest building in the world? Tallest building in the world is. Also, something to note about this dome is that it's the driest place on Earth. It receives about one to three centimeters of precipitation a year. And, of course, it's snow, but it's simultaneously incredibly, incredibly dry. And yet it's that Yeah, that's, that's a weird thing. That's okay. uh, what, what 
How, you know how tall the tallest building in the world is, guys? You want to garner a guess here? In feet. Oh, God. I don't, I don't know. So uh, one person. Anybody guess? 1,300 feet? 2,500. 2,700. Yeah. Half miles close. So okay. now there is a natural ice glacier formation that is two and a half miles high. Two and a half miles tall. So six times, almost six times taller than the tallest, or about five times taller than the tallest building on Earth. And that's just what they just brush it off with an explanation of that. It would be one of the one. It would be like the natural wonder of the world to go see. This is this would be the most incredible thing you've ever seen in your entire life. And there is not a single picture of it. And they brushed off the explanation like, well, of course, it's just an ice dome, which those are all over the place. So uh, what find any pictures of ice domes there? Uh, Yeah, I got a photo of it. Um, yeah, I'm, oh, and I'm looking shit up for it too. I'm, I'm trying to find like northern hemisphere, like 1958. Okay, okay. Uh, remind me when the Antarctic Treaty was again. <laughs> okay, I posted it in the Discord. This is the photo we have of it. Is that not like the worst photo? Like I said, it looks like some guy's old fridge on the background. This terribly disgusted freezer burned piece of meat, <laughs> and the bottom part of the photo is blacked out. Like just for whatever, I like how you described it for no. whatever reason. Yeah, we'll yeah. Why is it blacked out? Why isn't it just yeah? Um, interesting. You know, I'm not. Um, I'm. I'm trying to find uh, other ice domes that might exist. Say, for example, up uh, in the Arctic Circle, uh, maybe in Canada or Siberia or Russia or you know somewhere else cold, somewhere that might have some similar features as to uh, the South Pole and Antarctica. And I'm I'm not finding anything so far. There there's some similar-ish things like oh, it's uh, the snow dome in Canada. That's a mountain that's shaped like a dome, but that's not the same thing. There's not it? nothing. Yeah, there's nothing, nothing else like it. About- so yeah, if, I, if I also look at my snow, it just comes up with a hoggy ring for the most part. Quick question, <laughs> Wait, guys. Hold on. What's more Wait. reasonable? Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Bob. Oh, uh, Bob, This picture yes? that you posted, like, what am I even looking at here? It's like it's a like, rock it looks formation. Like it's on but <laughs> what is the, But what is, like, the thing? Is that the dome in the back? Is that, like, the background texture? Or is that supposed to be the sky? It's supposed, to be, supposed sky. to be the sky. That's not a faked photo. Obviously, it's not a set of like a monster movie from 1920 and a claymation gorilla is about to pop out the fucking back end and start punching a dragon. That's not what you're looking at. What you're looking at is a real photo. <laughs> then why does the sky look like a popcorn ceiling? Exactly. Yeah, it looks like wall texture. Seriously. <laughs> you, that's you can the see. only photo of this thing. So, yeah, let me show I you. I don't know if it's a dome. The, that's one of two it's options. It's not even a dome. That's the best part. Is that fic- picture, the only picture of it, isn't even a dome shape? It would You're, never well, call well, that okay, a dome. Okay, Aaron, Aaron, what if there were a dome underneath and it just got covered up by some jagged looking ice now great question know. josh probably have uh, more of an explanation than just a one-off <laughs> uh, obviously it's the one of the ice domes that appear all over the fucking place that we have zero photos or have any evidence that they exist at all so, so uh, josh another um, question, quick question oh yeah uh, yes real quick you said is there something below it uh according to yeah, yeah well, like what's it made out of? is this a mountain like made out of stone and shit well according to scientists about Vibranium. 20 yeah, about 2,400 <laughs> feet below, so 7,900 feet below the ice is a mountain, and everything on top is ice. So, 
about half of it is an ice dome. The other half is a mountain. But okay, you've got two options for photos. That one terrible one I showed you and the Google Earth photo, which is just a big white blanket. And it's like, that's it. Um, <laughs> so how is this? Um, how is this not a James Bond lair? <laughs> like evil James Bond villain lair. Well, there's layers well, in Antarctica. That's the temple but... of the one. The yeah. temple of the one is the uh, evil, uh, you know, James Bond villain lair. Yeah, that's something separate. Th- this but, is um... the temple of solitude, not the temple of doom. Thank you very much. Oh, there's a temple of doom there. <laughs> no, there's we'll a temple. That. Yeah, but I want to ask a quick question. Just, a re- just, just uh, logical, logically, what makes more sense here? The United States. And the, okay, so in 1958, they find an ice dome that's two and a half miles high, um, which of course is just something you see all the time. Um, and then one within a year, the Soviet Union and the United States and like eight other countries agree that no one else can go there. A, because they want to save the happy feet, or B, because they found something fucking insane like a two and a half mile high structure on the edge of the earth what like which one would make the soviet union and the united states come together for an unbreakable treaty that still stands today penguin preservation or finding some wild shit they don't want anyone to see um penguins. also definitely penguins <laughs> that treaty Very so force those penguins that treaty had an update recently of Five years ago, in 2016, the night that John Kerry, uh, John Kerry, who has visited Antarctica twice, both on election night for 2016 and 2020, in 2006. What? Yeah. I, I the, beg your pardon? Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's really wait, wait, weird. Wait, what was the Queen of England so, took a ski trip there, too. Yes. Wait, so you said 2016. When was the other, uh, which other election night? 2020. So he visited uh, he visited Antarctica in 2016, and while there, he well, discussed about extending the Antarctic Treaty by an additional 35 years. It's already extended to 2040. Yes, so that would make I mean, it to 2075. He was Secretary of State then. Uh, yeah, this is but insane. What? It's really this is weird. crazy. Election night 2016 and 2020, John Kerry, it was so important. It couldn't wait any other day. It had to be the most important election in the globe that you had to go to the bottom of the earth. <laughs> well, I, I, the, it, it's more believable. Okay, just bear with me. It's more believable that John Kerry is some kind of weird like satanic priest at the temple of the one that has to be there on specific nights to do <laughs> rituals than it is that he just had the vacation on election night twice in a row. Yeah. So he's not the only one that's been there. There's been several other world leaders, like the leader of the Russian church went, uh, Tom Hanks has gone before and Buzz Aldrin has gone before too. And he was very excited about going. He made this big tweet. He's like, I'm going to Antarctica. And he like posted a photo of him like posing in front of an airplane, like about how he's going to do cool science stuff. Uh, the dude had to be medically evacuated. And then he tweeted out a photo of a pyramid from Antarctica saying pure evil is there. And then he deleted it. And then he just pretended that he never tweeted that out. 
Okay, Whoa. hear me out. The <laughs> Snow Lita Express. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> oh no! <laughs> it sounded a lot like that, honestly. Except instead of you know some nice tropical island, it's uh, the the edge of the earth. Oh, sorry, the bottom of the earth. You're leaving a couple of celebrities out. We got the Queen of England went there. Yeah, she went there twice. Once in the 80s and once in 2012. And after She went once when she was 59 and once when she was 86. <laughs> and when they asked her about it, she said she was on a ski trip. It, at 59 years old, she was on a ski. She was doing some skiing. The Queen well, of England in Antarctica. Like, look at this mountain. I'm sure there are great slopes there. There's a two and a half mile fucking uh, Black Diamond course. They can just, it's triple Black Diamond. She was doing kickflips and shit. It was awesome. There's also there's naturally on the other, occurring on the other side. Oh, sorry? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just said they, they have a ski lift on the other side. You can't uh, see it from this Is photo. there any documented um, like screenshots or anything of that Buzz Aldrin tweet? Yeah, uh, I've got a screenshot of it on my phone. I'll have to post it in the Discord later, but yeah, he tweets out a photo of the the of, of the naturally occurring pyramids in Antarctica, and he said pure evil. I think he said pure evil is there, and then he deleted it and pretended that it just never happened. Um, yeah, really weird. Now you're piquing my interest. <laughs> Holy shit, dude! It is the most like Aaron has been talking to me about space for like a month, and I was like, "Huh, that's really weird." That. Antarctica's weirdness eclipses that for me because it's here, it's illegal to go to, and every military will kill you if you do. So there are allegedly people who have said that they've done solo ventures in Antarctica, but all their footage is terrible. And you'll notice that they never go from just the left to the right side of Antarctica. They always do these weird loops around it. Um, like you'll see a path where they're like, I'm going to cross Antarctica and they'll start at Thor's hammer and go down, down and down and then hook and go a different direction. Like every single time. I mean, it's a, you know, very important navigational, uh, route in order to avoid some of the worst of the, um, uh, the, the earthquakes, the, the, the crevasses, um, the, the, the weather patterns. You have to you know, make it between the right mountains. It's, it's not just you know, a flat plane down there, not just all the, the same. Um, you can't just make, t- take a direct route. Come on, Kevin. I want to put it in perspective, though. We went to space, and we can't cross Antarctica. So we, so, so we went beyond... Can I, can I interrupt you for one yeah, second? Yeah. Because uh, yes. we talked about the... Uh, Buzz Aldrin tweet, and this just it reminds me of this passage in the book of Enoch (laughs) where they talk about one of the uh, the fallen angels that followed Satan down to earth and banged a bunch of chicks and created the Nephilim. Azazel. Um, Azazel, yes. And uh, here's a a thing, and uh, let's see if this reminds you of anything. Um, Because as Kevin pointed out earlier, it's the driest place on earth. Find Azazel hand and foot and cast him into the darkness and make an opening in the desert, which is Dudael, and cast him therein and place upon him rough and jagged rocks and cover him with darkness and let him abide there forever and cover his face that he may not see light. Yeah. So you're saying there's a a demon that's like locked away underneath this uh, quote unquote dome? Just saying, it's fucking weird. That's all I'm saying. And the Book of Enoch is wild. Is that one of those like Gnostic Bible books? Or what is uh Remind me what the Book of Enoch is. Uh, 
it's a book that was part of the Bible until the uh, Roman Catholic Church had it removed. And actually, uh, I have to figure out where I or exact. I, I know this, but I, I can't remember the specifics, so you'll have to just trust me on it for a second, and then we'll talk about it later, because we're definitely doing an Enoch episode. Oh, um, good, good. Man. Jesus quotes the book of Enoch at one point. He does. Which makes people... That means if Jesus quoted it, because uh, he, you know, when he quotes it, he quotes it when he's arguing with the Pharisees about something. He says, like, you know, not the scripture because and then he quotes a thing from Enoch. Um, so the Roman Catholic Church, you know, the peak of Christianity, who do everything the opposite of what you're supposed to do. Jesus quoted Enoch, but the, Catholic, the Roman Catholic Church decided that that was not part of canon and took it out. Um, so just saying it's. Little weird. So, so the the, Ro- the Roman Catholic Church, upon further review, uh, declared this book to be, as they say, mostly false. Yes, they, <laughs> they, they debunked the uh, uh, the Book of Enoch. Enoch was debunked I mean, in yep. 400 AD. I mean, you're joking, but literally, like that's a consistent thing that happens with the Bible as time passes. Is that one guy shows up and he rips out pages of it? Uh, Martin Luther did it. And the Roman Catholic Church did it. But the Book of Enoch does talk about a demon being imprisoned in a desert where the sun doesn't shine. And Antarctica's Dome Largus is the driest spot in the entire world. And the sun literally does not shine there most of the time. So, I mean. And covered under rocks. And? And they have a big jagged pyramid that's called the Temple of the One. And the elite <laughs> love to go to Antarctica, especially during global, globally important elections. I mean, yep. that's kind of weird. You would need a lot it's of very good reasons to explain that. Very over. bizarre. So, so I'm going to do a little bit of a historical putting two and two together. Um, remind me, when exactly did the the space race ramp up? When did that start being a big deal? When did you know the Sputnik get into space and all that all that fun stuff? Uh, in the early 50s, right after they first sent Admiral Byrd to Antarctica. Okay. Okay, interesting. Um, they beat the Nazis. That... Hitler was super in Antarctica. They beat the Nazis. We go explore it. The U.S. and Russia go and explore it. And the British and the Argentinians and a couple other people. Can I say but one thing then... about Admiral Byrd's interview that you guys didn't play last time? Yes. Oh, please. Yes. So in that interview, one of the TV hosts asked him, he's like, am I to understand that no woman has ever set foot on Antarctica? And Admiral Byrd goes, well, it's a very peaceful and serene place. And yes, I quite enjoy it. No woman has ever been there. And the TV host is like, it's a shame that will be ruined. (laughs) (laughs) What a Chad. What a beast. (laughs) That's amazing. (laughs) I see no why. I don't, uh, <laughs> it seems to check out. That's the American his. That's the American history. I want to go back to. <laughs> yeah. So, so I'm, I'm wondering with uh, you know all this going, all these discoveries in Antarctica, which were um, you know effectively suddenly silenced with the the treaty, and um, you know with uh, the whole space race ramping up. If if uh, perhaps space and um, you know NASA's efforts with regards to getting us to the moon. Uh, may have been a misdirect and uh, they, they could have been doing other work uh, here with their good old Dome Argus down in Antarctica. Does that, does that sound like um, you know a feasible um, look at history, something worth investigating? 
So, most of our information about Don Argus, you know who it comes from? NASA. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what I'm hearing. Um, interest. What, what do they have anything else to say about Dome Argus? They want to build a bunch of science uh, bases there to do space research. Space research. Okay, is this uh, just like you know they can uh, launch satellites from like a couple miles up instead of all the way from the ground? So you no. have to use less helium, no, that no. sort of thing. Uh, actually, it's specifically to study the atmosphere. Oh, 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 where the ozone layer hasn't been destroyed yet. Okay, that, that, that makes a little bit more sense. <laughs> no, no, that's where it has been destroyed, remember? If you spray hairspray around... And it healed. Didn't you see that? It, it healed. It totally Antarctica. healed. Yeah. See, a hole in the ozone opens up over Antarctica when you destroy ozone by using hairspray and air conditioners, and that all checks out, and it, you don't question it because you're a seven-year-old living in 1992, and then all of a sudden you realize that like nothing anyone ever tells you makes any sense. I'm pretty sure so, that so what's was special... the plot for one of those disaster movies, like The Day After Tomorrow or something, or 2020 or 2012 <laughs> or whatever it was. Uh, what's so special about the atmosphere down in Antarctica, or uh, you know, up at the the altitude that uh, Dome Argus reaches? Uh, it's colder than any point on Mars. So obviously, if they can fucking build uh, satellites there, they can build Mar Martian satellites. Be great. Yeah, that's um, okay. that's really interesting in that I couldn't find a very specific reason why they wanted to go there, just specifically that they want to go there to study the atmosphere. Uh, China also wants to go, too. Uh, I think they had a plan starting in 2012 to start moving supplies out there, but no well, news. Good, good thing we then. have the international treaty there, and there aren't any militaries stopping China from going there. We, we can all, you know, uh, collectively join in um you know science and educational research down there as a you know it, together internationally okay so let me just give you a just a real quick wrap up of this it's uh hitler is really into antarctica then the united states and the soviet union are really into antarctica then they sign a treaty that no one can go there while they're bitter at rivals and at bitter enemies at the time and then they, the both the United States and Russia start nuking the sky. Um, and we're supposed to believe that Hitler <laughs> only wanted to go for a margarine supplement, even though it's yes. Germany and everyone has a dairy cow. And uh, the U.S. and Soviet Union just wanted it as a military base or like a no, they wanted to protect the point, right? They wanted oh, to protect oh, excuse the me, that too. Um, that that was the, the treaty. Yes, that's what we're supposed to believe. Germany like, actually bananas. Germany actually built a base there, didn't they? I think it was called uh, New Swabia, like back in 1938. It was this. Yeah, and wasn't there what? a weird communication with the with the people that were there because the the Third Reich had fallen while they were still there, and they said they weren't coming home. Um. Yeah, I haven't been able to confirm that, but like. That's what they said about communication that was intercepted was. The last thing I read on it was that their claims were abandoned after Germany's surrender in 1945, but I didn't see anything specifically about there being a mass miscommunication. But, I mean, I, I have to assume there was. Like, I mean, you're all the way in Antarctica. Like, you don't know that Hitler, you know, yeeted himself in his bunker yet. No, not even that. They said they were getting reports that the Third Reich was about to fall and that they said, we're sorry, we're not, we found the way in or something crazy like that and we're not coming home. Oh, you mean the holes in Antarctica? Like the weird... Yeah. 
Yeah. Like there's the a, weird submarine paths that they said they took under the ice. There's a hole in Antarctica. In Antarctica. This, yeah, there's a hole the size of Maine in Antarctica. Like it's a big the hole in the lake or not it wouldn't be a lake it'd be for the hole in the ground what, what do you mean what what is this hole uh it's a big hole towards i think i think it's around east of the south pole um when i read the article the scientists were saying oh animals use this to come up for air so i'm assuming it's a big lake but i mean like most of the stuff with antarctica you find it's just lack of information and lack of like other sources because it's illegal to go there it's the biggest area 51 of all time like everybody's like we should naruto run area 51 <laughs> uh no dude you should get all of your friends and sail down to the bottom of the world until you know they, they so can they run can. water in naruto we can still naruto run down at antarctica yeah <laughs> i mean it's just so mind-boggling to me that people want to waste time on like yetis aliens when there's an entire part of the world that you can't go to and nothing about it makes sense. Dude, I'm not even kidding. Yetis and aliens are for it's to stop the normies from thinking about conspiracies because it's the only thing they let you get exposed to like easily. Uh, big, don't forget Bigfoot. Them, them, them too. Hey, well, he, come he's on. A, he's, a, he's a land yeti. <laughs> yeah, that's, he's that's a, a grizzly yeti. yeti. We're talking about the polar yeti. It's the North American yeah. Yeti. <laughs> <laughs> there's temperate Yetis and then there's Tundra Yetis. So uh, the, the tropical like, Yetis, the Chupacabra. It is really the only, uh, yeah, Chupacabra shit like that. Uh, uh, all that stuff. They so uh, people are allowed to have video after video about how there's like lizard men among us, and there's not video. There's no time spent like going like. This is why this is impossible. You people are stupid. The only time they t they spend effort and money and t time telling you how dumb your conspiracy is is with the moon landing, Antarctica, flat Earth. That's what they did. They they literally go balls to all of that, and then they let aliens build the pyramids. That's fine. No one has to try to tell you how stupid you are if you believe that. It's to make normal people. Look at something and go, oh, conspiracy theory. Just type in conspiracy theory on YouTube. And it's like, aliens built the pyramids. You're like, that's retarded. I'm going to go jack off to porn now and uh, go order some KFC. <laughs> and that's what you do. And, and it, it keeps people from looking into the actual interesting shit, in my opinion. So, <clears throat> so here's a question. Who built the, the pyramids in Antarctica, then? Or the pyramids? Naturally occurring. Uh, <laughs> oh, they, they claim that it was naturally occurring? Yeah, they do. Oh God! Oh Jesus! See, and they, see, that's you know, what I'm saying. Those pyramids we see in nature. Yeah, that's what I'm oh, saying. Sorry, we already did that bit. Excuse I, me. <laughs> I wanted to try and keep it as focused on just what they say about it as much as possible, and not like all the conspiracies as possible, because everything they say just doesn't make any sense at all. Like, even as just like an article, that's why the articles are all so short. Because if they were to talk about it any longer, it would just get into nonsense even more so like it being colder than mars and it also being the driest place in the world like that's just that's insane how do we not have crazy nature documentaries like investigating just how strange this is people dump money into making marvel's avengers infinity kajillion 200 300 million dollars and nobody wants to go look at the tallest plane in existence like that's crazy i'm just saying 
I think uh, so. What's um? I think it is crazy. I agree with you in the fact that so many countries and bureaucrats and world leaders are colluding in, in this whole thing together to to prevent people from going there. I that's so fucking weird. I think we should start trying to put the word out that we that we should have the right to go there. Uh, you know what I mean? Have like commercial flights and shit there. Free free exploration of Antarctica. Yeah. Like. <laughs> oh, wait a minute, Bob. You got a good idea. We need to make we need to somehow engineer a progressive mindset that we need to go to Antarctica. That's a good or idea. Science. We need to go yeah. um uh feed the penguin hand feed the penguins or something. We need to go create a nature preserve for penguins, but in their uh, natural habitat. <laughs> it's got to be to test. No, because they don't like nature preserves uh, because they are like imprisoning the animal, you know, no, untouched okay, by man. Fine. You got to do it where we have to. What we need is we need a community project where we can set up something to start restoring the ozone. And what better to go than right below the hole in the ozone? That's the way to fix the the Mother Earth. It, it has to be some type of Green New Deal type of type of plan or project, something to do with the environment. And it's like, yeah, to to be able to save the environment, we need more research in Antarctica. So we need uh, private scientists going there and doing their own research to help boost our chances of saving our planet before we're all wiped out. Right? It's a it's a matter of life and death now. And then we can we have just... to terraform Antarctica in order to learn how to terraform Mars. That's how you get the nerds. Well, yeah. I've always Kevin. I, what I, were you saying about uh, studying NASA wanting to study the atmosphere down there? I think they may already be on board with this. Just uh, behind closed oh, doors. Oh yeah, that's well. It could just be an extension of what was it, Operation Fishbowl, where they were blowing up the atmosphere. But just you know, I think they conceded that they were going to lose if they were to try that with nukes so maybe they want to take a different approach but i mean i don't know they're keeping it very vague they just want to study the atmosphere and also like maybe astrology which remind me uh, astronomy astronomy uh, yeah astronomy oh, okay. <laughs> yeah nasa's going down to antarctica to study astrology <laughs> by the way i'm a gemini <laughs> Uh, probably oh my god, like the two happening. twins, like the two poles, the north and the south pole. Oh, it's destined to be... Sorry, go on, Kevin. Don't call me bipolar, no. you cunt. <laughs> uh, well, I mean, you know, maybe Azazel's getting let out. Who knows? Because I did send you guys uh, some articles, which I should forward you to Josh, about how uh, yes, there please. are places across the world that are reporting the coldest winter they've ever had. Oh, I, I did see um, those. Yeah. yeah, Siberia having record, like, animals are freezing, like, flash freezing, like, as they're walking, like, just down the street. Yeah, freezing New Zealand. Yeah. Yeah, New Zealand had snow in the middle of summer. Like, that's that's well, weird. Th- that's something that you posted, too, because you were talking about solar radiation is going to be at an all-time low, worrying scientists that it's going to go toward a global freezing, right? Yeah. So the opposite yeah, we, of what I, we've been hearing. Well, you know, we are I, like, actually mm. brought that in on a previous episode. I don't know where I could find that again, off like real quick like that, but that has been talked about. And that's one of the things that they never mentioned in regards to 
um, like government plans to fight global warming. You know what I mean? They, they never, they always talk about carbon dioxide, but they never talk about the biggest variable that affects our weather system, which is all the energy being dumped in by the sun, all the solar radiation and the way that it hmm. fluctuates and stuff. So, okay, Josh, Josh pulled up. No, the, they do though. They talk extra- about that. Cause they, that's their whole thing with our, our best, our favorite scientist slash doctor slash philanthropist, Bill Gates was working with Harvard to uh, spray chemicals in the sky to help block out the harmful sun rays and save us all. Those are, that's real, by the way. That's not conspiracy theory. So after all the time they said the chemtrails were bullshit, then they start bragging about the chemtrails they've been doing. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh, that's even Bill Gates' new project right now. He wants to explode a bunch of dust into the atmosphere to block the solar radiation and stuff like that. Well, I think it's also important to mention that Bill Gates has also been to Antarctica, so I'm just saying. No shit. I'm I'm so surprised. (laughs) I'm just just shocked. I I don't believe you. Not one bit. I I do have one more question um, (laughs) about Antarctica. For research down there, do you know how much of it is uh, government classified or if it does count as government classified or if it's just like a, you know, um, a okay. government proprietary? So this is recent as of like four hours ago. Um, I discovered that there is a nuclear base that they decommissioned in Antarctica. I believe, um, I think it was like either in the 60s or the 70s. Okay, yeah, here it is. Um, there's a nuclear power plant that was authorized and funded by the United States Congress in August of 1960. It was shut down in September 1972. There is a documentary uh, that I just found out called The Snowman, and it's about a guy who went to go work at that nuclear power plant, came home, and was schizophrenic out of his mind, and his family had to leave him. And that's a documentary about that story. So, um, I'm going to watch uh, this. Yeah, can, can you link that for the in the show clips? Yeah, um, I found like one link on a website that requires a credit card subscription for me to watch it, but uh, I it. will send it to you guys. Oh. Uh, so what you're saying is that we have new watching material for the cabin trip in April. <laughs> we're watching the snowman, right? <laughs> yes, but yeah, I discovered that. A couple hours ago, and I was like, whoa, that's really... Everything about it is weird. Every single thing about Antarctica is so damn weird. So, well, I and one of my that. favorites is that you need, like... You need to go through, like, nine different hoops that are super expensive to even be allowed to go there. And they just take you on this guided tour right on the edge. And this is what they claim is that it's the size of the United States. And like I said in the last Antarctica, like the overview episode of Antarctica that we did, that's like literally saying that, oh, yeah, the United States, you can go visit it. And they only take you to Myrtle Beach. And then you're not allowed to go anywhere else. And they say, well, there's that's all that's here. It's just sand and some uh, resorts on the side. Once in a while, I see a crocodile. No, don't worry about it. Like... <laughs> So, so ridiculous with, with all these weird things. Uh, uh, if, if you to add all of this up, what is your guys's opinion with it? Are you going with the the story from uh, the redacted part of the Bible? 
on it. <laughs> do, do you think? Do you think there's aliens <laughs> down there, and that's like where our global, like galactic UN settlement is down there, so we can have diplomacy with all the aliens? Or is there like no, a, a demon down there? We already discussed that. None of us believe yeah. in aliens. No, really. the- <laughs> we do a conspiracy show, and none of us believe in aliens. No, there's no aliens. Um, I don't even know for sure that. Like, it's what Enoch says. All I know that, here's what I know for sure, is that whatever is in Antarctica is so weird that they had to make it to where you couldn't go there. So whatever the truth is, I have no clue. But if it were to come out, it would mess up so much perceptions of reality, one way or another, that um, every government thought it was better to not show people. So that's what I think about it, is that it's, it's a huge mind fuck, whatever it is. Yeah, I'm I'm leaning hard on the demon thing. Uh, I think that's the uh, basil. <laughs> yeah, it's crazy how accurate it is. <laughs> Driest place in the world. Literally, <laughs> what could imprison a fire demon but an ice desert? I'm gonna I'm gonna oh, lean yeah. in the other direction and say it's the uh, the the one tin soldier by the original cast lyrics, where hidden away in the mountain is uh, is peace on earth, and uh, they, they killed everyone there and ruined it and all that shit. Um, Josh, why do you no, think the elites are going there? Oh, oh, I mean, honestly, yeah. Again, it sounds a lot like an Epstein sort of situation, but even more exclusive. Um, <laughs> or there's some sort of James Bond secret base with uh, probably kids. And um, really, I'm just my mindset's still in the realm of uh, the age of exploration isn't dead. We should have people going down there, exploring Antarctica, going on these crazy fun expeditions, Jules Verne style. Um, and you know, figuring this shit out, not having it locked away, uh, and only have access by NASA and a few different major governments around the world and military personnel. It's that, that's just, that's stupid. That's wacky. Not going to lie. This, the snow leader is probably the funniest. Okay. Can I ask you this before we jump off of Antarctica? Cause I, can I just ask like this question? It's just a very basic, like make it work logically in your head. This is really for Bob and Josh. Cause uh, the Duke of ice is already on board. <laughs> How is the South pole colder than any point on Mars? Even the poles of Mars. I didn't How- know. Well, I didn't know Mars even had um, a magnetic pole. You know what I mean? Yeah, what's the core of Mars it, I didn't, like? Do we I know didn't realize that it was an iron core. I don't think it is. Well, they say the poles of Mars, they call it the poles of Mars, and they say that they're 100, negative 120, and the South Pole is, they're not South Pole, but Dome Argus, is ne- gets up to negative 145 or something like that. Yeah. yeah. And it's on average colder than any point on Mars. Yeah, isn't that also weird? That Dome Argus isn't the very bottom middle, and yet it's colder than like the bottom middle. The like, coldest. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, yeah, I figure, well, that's altitude or something. But I mean, I, I figure it's just atmospheric effects. We have different atmosphere than Mars, and uh, that, you know, can maintain a, a different uh, climate and temperatures because of that. I, I think that, I, I don't know the specifics, or would have to you know look into that. But I, I think that could pretty easily explain that away. Yeah, I would have to agree with Josh on that one. It's just Distance yeah, but- of Mars from Earth. <laughs> okay, so Mars is a hundred and four million miles farther away from the Sun, and you're telling me on the equator here it's like a hundred. You, Bob, you're in Arizona. 
it is the devil's asshole in Arizona. It, it's like, well, you're in California now, but you've been in Arizona for a while. Yeah. Um, 125 is no problem. A tiny bit of tilt, and you get down to negative 150. So a 270-degree swing. Now you add a 100-mile, 100-million-mile distance, and even with the same type of tilts, you only go from negative 80 to negative 120. And it's not even the... It's less cold there than it is here on the bottom. How does that make any fucking sense? Uh, Maybe the Mars readings are BS. Not to mention <laughs> that the the temperature range is negative 130 to negative 145. So the warmest it gets when the sun is like directly pointing at it is still negative 130. And it's oh still God. colder than the coldest spot on Mars. Maybe Mars is flat and Earth is round. I think that would explain that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the distance from the sun isn't too big of a deal. I mean, the Earth's distance from the sun changes uh, every year by about like 2 million miles. So, I mean, changing that to 100 million, yes, that, that would affect it. But also, A, I don't think they have a magnetic field to trap in... Um, the solar radiation like uh, our atmosphere does and it does it with the help of the magnetic field and everything like that. That's, and that's part of the reason why we get such extremes on our planet too, is cause like it's, it's more of like a, uh, enclosed system than, um, than Mars is at the end of the day. So what are the poles of Mars then? If it's not, I, I think it's just like an expression of the, the, of the angle of the planet. Like ours is associated with, uh, the angle of the planet, but also like the 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 North Pole. Uh, I, I'm sorry, the magnetic poles of the planet as well. I don't think that Mars has an iron core like we do, and I don't think there's a magnetic field around it. So I, it could cause weird shit because uh, if you ever look at the effect of like solar radiation hitting our planet, like uh, they've like simulated, and you can kind of see like what like what it does and stuff like that. You get some weird effects going on at like the North and South pole and the way that it's like bouncing off and being reflected off of it and shit like that. So I don't know. They have a lot of uh, simulations to explain a lot of fiction, (laughs) but I mean, there's just so many variables in there. I don't, I don't, uh, I would have to spend a lot of time researching it to get you like a good answer. You know, I just, yeah. No, no, I know. I know. I'm no, no. Saying. Yeah. The, the problem is though, is that it's running off ideas that we can't see or have verified. Yeah. So like the yeah. iron core, right? Like, did we go make sure that we have the iron core? Like, I don't know personally if that's the case, but when you say the iron core, I wonder how did we verify for sure that we have an iron core and, there's no way for us to know what the core of Mars is. Well, Kevin, right? clearly what happened is uh, a group of grabblers in lab coats, uh, they wrote a book that's so long that you can't, and an equation so long that's like you literally can't understand, and that's how you know that it's an iron core. And then they simplified it into some experiments that you can never do, and then said, yep, iron core, believe I mean, us. That, that's that's pretty standard for, for science, to have an indirect um, way to prove something like Say for uh, for gravity, so the amount of mass that the Earth would have, and like the magnetic effects uh, uh, scaled to that size um, through through these tests and testing it at these different distances, we can uh, surmise that we have an iron core or something like that. I, I think uh, 
that's that's pretty standard for science in general. So I mean, you can just throw you know all research into question, but I I think I, I would have to double check what experiments have been done. But I I think most of them make a lot of sense or like are you know pretty well representing the scientific method. The fact that Sorry. molten lava comes out of the ground and there's this giant magnetic force that we can feel on that uh, we can measure at any point on the surface of the planet. Those are reasonable. Th- those are a lot of evidence to suggest that what's inside of the planet is hot and uh, it's also hot and um, uh, uh, magnetically conducive. So, I mean, those are those are just like logical conclusions of, of those. Uh, did I mention that, that there's an active there's an active volcano in Antarctica? I've heard about and, this. And John Kerry visited it. Oh really? <laughs> so this is okay. So it's just straight up James Bond villain Blair. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All the, the fucking super villains. Do you of our nuclear time. power plant too? <laughs> look, look. I'm not saying that this is my truth. I'm saying this is the truth that they are telling me that's driving me insane. Okay, it's that nobody has traveled from one side to another. The elites love going, especially on U.S. election night. And there's a temple called Temple of the One at the Mountains of Madness, anybody? And there's <laughs> a massive dome that we only have two photos of. One is Fisher-Price level, and the other is literally a white <laughs> piece of paper. That's it. <laughs> I love it. You, you pitched this so well. <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it, the scale that they say it is is beyond any natural wonder in the entire world that, like, it's mind-blowing. It would be the greatest wonder of the world to see that, and there's not a single picture of it. So, what I that leads me to believe that it doesn't, it doesn't fucking exist, or it doesn't exist in the way they want you to believe it does. Yeah, yeah. I think it's safe to say that they're not telling the whole truth uh, about this. Uh, yeah, you think? <laughs> <laughs> Why would you Just think saying. that elites have anything to hide? That's kind of that's. I know, strange. What the, the fuck thing is, that got me but, into conspiracies huge in the first place is that like what the one that was irrefutable to me was that we fly we circumnavigate the world east to west ten thousand times a day. And we have never circumnavigated north and south. And the and there's like two times that somebody's like, No, 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 they flew over and they like work for the Royal Society. Like they work for the Queen of England. It's like what? Can we? Can you do it again and just keep the film rolling? Just do it one time. Just fly <laughs> one fighter jet over it with like four cameras attached, so you know what we're flying over, and just show us. No, no, we can't do that. You might disturb a penguin. Like, what the fuck are you talking about? It's, it's well it's maddening. Well, the Aaron, you might, effects, you might, yeah, crazy you might. Weather. <laughs> Sorry, go, go, go on. You're gonna need no. a different plane because a fighter jet, its wings are too small, can't hold all the jet fuel it needs. <laughs> I was just gonna yeah. say you might accidentally exactly. you might accidentally fly over the Rothschilds Island on Antarctica, which there is one. That's <laughs> not a joke. They paid a lot of money. They they paid a lot of money not to have air traffic overhead. You're just gonna disrespect all of that and ruin their lovely vacation. Yes, yes. comma. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> the, honestly, the way that governments operate in in today's society, where like they clearly just fuck everyone over constantly they could you could run it's not 
difficult to figure out how to run a society in a like prosperous manner, especially with today's technology. And they are purposefully oh, yeah. keeping you down and keeping you <laughs> muddled and keeping you in the dark on purpose. Like is Azel. That's like it, it's psychotically evil. It, it, they're not stupid people. It's they're psychotically evil. And them being at the top of a pros well, them being <laughs> so being the leader of a very prosperous nation is better than being the the top of a crumbling pile of shit that they're trying actively trying to turn it into in order to build you know something else like some globalist agenda nonsense like all these things that they try to do it's more it it makes more logical sense to me that they know that and they're acting out of some kind of pure evil like it literally could be going to like john Kerry could be going to get notes from azazel himself and being like well he tells us to do this (laughs) I know it's That's, I know it's see? fucking insane, but if you want to be in the club, you got to fuck a kid and then you got to murder him and throw him in an active Antarctica volcano. That's what he <laughs> said, dude. The best part about that anti-government rant is that Aaron is sitting in what looks like a storage unit surrounded by <laughs> U-Haul boxes with a blanket wrapped around himself because there's no central eating. <laughs> All right, go on. Sorry. I was going to say on that note, I think I have to re-enter my cryo chamber. Can we wrap up on uh, what was that other bit you guys talked about? The um, the scientists oh. discover. Yes, we we have some scientists discover, uh, but yeah, that's Antarctica. That I, it's guys, check just look into it. Just look into the things that they say about it and the lack of evidence of anything they say. It's this is still crazy. an open case. We're coming back to Antarctica at some point. Um, <laughs> it's yeah, so yeah, interesting. No, I I do. I think you should get. You guys should do a part three after watching the snowman because that documentary sounds. Yes, weird. I'm so excited. Fuck yeah! Let's part three will be when we all watch at the, the cabin. And part yeah. four is after we, we go there. The Duke of Ice. We're watching it at the cabin, and then the Duke of Ice is coming back on to talk about the snowman <laughs> with us. That's happening. Sounds good. But for now, Bob, I believe you have a, a scientist discover topic for us tonight. Yes, uh, life after death. Brian Cox, physicist, rules out human soul at a particle level. I got a little clip here because apparently this was, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, with a last name like Cox and a lab coat, like he's got, he has to be right. Well, he's it on looks Joe like, Rogan. He must be really smart. Yeah. <laughs> this clip came from Joe Rogan. I have a little video clip here. I'll play for you guys right now. Who would say we can rule that out? Actually, I've argued it in the past. How do you rule it out? I've argued we can rule that out in the following manner. <laughs> so, okay. so, so here's my arm, right? So it's made of electrons and protons and neutrons. And uh, if I if I have a soul in there, something that we don't understand, but it's a different kind of energy or whatever it is that we don't have in physics at the moment it it interacts with matter because i'm moving my hand around so whatever it is it's something that interacts very strongly with matter but if you look at the history of particle physics in particular which is the study of matter we spend we spent decades making high precision measurements of how matter behaves and interacts and we look for for example for a fifth force of nature so we know four forces the gravity the two nuclear forces, called the weak and strong nuclear forces, and electromagnetism. And that's what we know exists. And we look for another one with ultra-high precision, and we don't see any evidence of it. So I would claim that we know how matter interacts at these energies, so 
the room temperature now, these energies, we know how matter interacts very precisely. And so if you want to suggest there's something else that interacts with matter strongly, then I would say that it's ruled out. I would go as far as to say it is ruled out by experiments, or at least it is extremely subtle. And you would have to jump through a lot of hoops to come up with a theory of some stuff that we wouldn't have seen when we've observed how matter interacts. Uh, Bob, what does he think a soul is? Uh, an energy that is interacting with matter. That's that's he thinks like little. That's how strings. I've always heard souls described as. Actually, okay. <laughs> this is a whole can of worms that I think I don't. Tell me if you guys have done an episode on it or not. Um, if not, maybe you guys should do one in the future. But I want to know what this guy's opinion is on people encountering group hallucinations through psychedelics. Uh, well, we didn't find it. We didn't find any particles of DMT entities that talk to each other or passed information along from one source to another. Like, G- like guys, we had a really high precision instrument measuring these DMT monsters. We just couldn't see them. <laughs> yeah, like that. There's just such a profound leap there with a huge portion of science that's been shut off since the 70s that. There's no way you just microscoped your way out of there being no soul. Like I don't, I don't yeah. believe. Yeah. The the, the but, thing that well, we've he's been not pondering talking about for is, he's talking about something ahead, like physically ahead. moving your arm. Like that's that's not what a soul is <laughs> supposed to be. There's a whole study, whole field of metaphysics to try and define <laughs> metaphysical things like a soul. It's not a, a physical thing. You're not going to have like a you know a weak uh, spiritual force that's going to clench your fingers together yeah. and put your fingers in a little praying folding hands motion no that's, that doesn't make any sense he's it's like he, he's in his own <laughs> little bubble uh making coming up with the idea of a soul without having any sort of context or having talked to a person or experienced anything in his life himself so josh I, I think- are you saying it's like the equivalent of well, we didn't find any water in this rock, so we've ruled out the existence of like water exists. Like it's apples to oranges, like what he's comparing, right? Yes. Yeah. We we can't we can't measure the metaphysical with a with the physical, which is what he's saying that we can't do. It's like yes, we know that. <laughs> like that, that <laughs> what what yeah. you have experimented on is self evident. <laughs> he's moving past the sale. It's weird. <laughs> It was one of the most like ignorant things I've ever heard a scientist say, and that's like a, a pretty good record because was it Neil deGrasse Tyson says some really fucking <laughs> retarded things a lot of the time. I, that, this guy just topped the shit out of him with this comment. Do, do you God know what this guy's damn. credentials are? He's a, I think, I believe he's an astrophysicist, Brian Cox. Hold on, it's always with those astrophysicists. Yeah, those guys that are into a lot of theoretical science, it's built on a lot of theoretical science, it's built on a lot more theoretical science, and if one thing of it is, you know, untrue, then it crumbles all of their fucking models. Yeah, those guys. I think if he just said, that has okay, such a good imagination, yeah. he'd be able to understand what is the, the metaphysical concept. So he's a particle physicist at the, uni- or at the School of Physics and Astronomy at the University of Manchester. So... Yeah, I oh, mean, these fucking uh, scientists, man. <laughs> I hate so much. And they'll uh, kill you I, if you go to Antarctica. I I hope he like went back to the university and the the whole of the the philosophy department just like ratted him out and gave him shit 
for this, for this representation of the university. Uh, hey, not to be like a skeptic here, but uh, prove to me you can take a picture when it's cold outside, and then maybe I'll start believing you on how you, uh, you know, <laughs> proved the, there wasn't a soul based on particles. Just, just prove you can take one photo when it's not cold. Just want one video flying over Antarctica, people. Make it happen. <laughs> oh, they won't even put a GoPro on a fucking astronaut's head and show a full space launch uncut. It's all their claims are dumb. Like they're all just liars. Yep. Yeah. So I, would say I thought that, that was we, a good science has discovered. So there's no reason. Thanks to science. No, there's no, no reason to be religious, uh, you know, to look past the veil. <laughs> it, everything is to everything they do is literally to disconnect you with God and, and make you feel like you are worthless. That everything. I agree with. It's the reason 100%. you have to have pills to get up in the morning. Yeah, I would it's say not that a dick pill uh, or not a blow or blood pressure medication pill. It's a fucking pill. mental. Fuck it. it, it's a pill. mental Take illness pill. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would say the Antarctica deep dive has been the most profoundly wow. Science is really, really inconsistent uh, dives that I ever went on, or at the More very least, that, incomplete. I would say sketchy. Like this is some sketchy yeah. fucking shit going on by the scientific community that they're just, you know. Go ahead. As as a little as a little teaser, I, I want to comment that today I I found out about something very exciting. It's it's not just science that's uh, inconsistent and sketchy and uh, sometimes potentially lying to you. Um, it's it's also history. I found out about this fun thing called a uh, truth and reconciliation commissions. I'll just uh, I'll just let you all you know uh, ponder that uh, let that um mull over for a minute and let you know you know come back next week uh, when you have an idea of what that might be and I'll I'll enlighten you on the the history of truth and reconciliation commissions. I believe myself the, the the Russians <laughs> call them the gulags. <laughs> I mean, you guys just did an episode last week called "Ha Ha Holocaust," so you're not going to surprise <laughs> me with your debunking of history. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh! Just you wait, Kevin. I have some exciting <laughs> oh, no. stories in, in in store for you. Oh, yeah. We have to talk about this Truth and Reconciliation Commission, and then we also have to wrap up uh, Bob's nine eleven. But then, uh, speaking of a deleted history, wait till we start talking about the World Fair buildings. Okay, I still need to read about that. Shit. <laughs> You want that's to talk another about a rabbit hole that blows okay, okay. your mind. That's another. That's one, enough yeah. teasing for the next few episodes. Uh, I believe we'll be taking enough of the Duke of Ice's precious, precious time out of his cryo chamber. Uh, any yes. final comments, Duke of Ice, um, regarding Antarctica or anything else we discussed tonight? The only thing that I would say is, if you're interested in all the weird stuff they're already saying, look at the stuff that's hard to find, like the operations they did. Uh, I think Aaron, you teased about it last time. Um, but there's still a lot of really weird operations that they performed in Antarctica after hundreds of years of trying to reach the bottom of the world. Then they start aggressively messing with it, and then they say they need to go to space. Uh, look into that, and then read the Book of Enoch, because that's also a really weird story that talks about basically the end of the world. And you can take your own interpretations with it one way or another, but... Uh, I'm going to continue my my deep dive into Dome Argus and the Temple of the One and 
I can't wait to talk about the snowman after we watch that in a couple months because that sounds insane. Last tiny bit of speculation I just thought of because the Book of Enoch, the, when the angels come down, they fuck all the women, then they decide, oh, we've had enough of Earth, and they will go to go up. That's why God created the firmament in the first place was to keep them in. They can't go. They can't go to heaven now. They can't go back to heaven because that's how God trapped the angels in the, the demons, the fallen angels. And um, then yeah. as soon as they go to Antarctica and meet the demon Azazel, they decide to take B fifty two bombers and launch nukes as high as possible off them and explode the firmament. Which is the one thing that all of the fallen angels wanted to do is have that firmament be gone. Just, just putting that last bit of speculation out there. So I, I really, literally, the wild, the dumbest, craziest story of all time is, is there was a frozen demon under the mountain called the Temple of the One, by the way. They just decided to name it that. And then started nuking the sky makes more logical sense than what the official story is uh, on a just on a pure logical consistency basis that makes way more fucking sense than what they tell you Aaron Aaron I want I want to let you know that I think that's bullshit but I 100% believe it uh, yeah, yeah same uh, I don't believe it at all but that makes more sense than the official story right yes I can't prove that obviously that's insane that's obviously insane. I believe it in the same way that I believe that like Warhammer 40k is like actual real life in my mind. <laughs> but it's like I, I'm loving the Christian lore behind it. It's very well, interesting. Okay, let's just say hypothetically, if Azazel is actually buried under the Temple of the One and they found him and he was giving orders to humanity. Of course he would ask what, that. What would they start doing a year later? Nuking the fucking firmament? Like, <laughs> right? Like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, the answer is yes. <laughs> what do you want from us? <laughs> okay, hear me out. No, no longer allowed on Apple Podcasts, now exclusive to pirateradio.social. Join the Fediverse. <laughs> That's All right, uh, have fun, guys. I'm going to go have a schizophrenic breakdown. That's, right. a, that's a good yeah. note. All right. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for listening. <laughs> and leave a voicemail a at one eight three three. What is it again? Six 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 zero nine eleven. Come on, man. <laughs> Fuck you. Ward. This is the end of the episode. Cut. 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 One eight three three zero. Not no wait. One eight three three six 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 one two nine eleven. No, my rap, God. Guys. Okay, I think that's a wrap. One eight thirty three six 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 zero nine eleven. Thank you, guys.